Have you always wanted to make a podcast? Well, now you can with Anchor. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the Anchor app in your app store or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chapter 1 Chosen A guy named Ryan Abraham was a criminal. He robbed multiple banks. He didn't do it alone. His posse of four helped him. Taylor, Trey, Enrique, and Kiki. They called themselves the Freaky Five. Everyone has powers. Ryan has the power of darkness. Taylor can cause hallucinations that can kill. Trey has telekinesis, Enrique has the powers of a mystic beast, Kiki has the power of fire. They obtained the powers like I did, minus the lightning. When are we going to rob the northeastern bank, Enrique said. In a few minutes, we need to wait for it to close, Vine replied. Both of them were waiting in a blue van outside the bank. The night was calm and cold. Everything was quiet. A security guard in a red uniform left the bank. Go, Brian said. They both ran out of the van. Hey, the guard yelled. Brian put his hands out. The guard was lifted off the ground and thrown to the ground. He got up and pulled out his walkie-talkie. Bank robbery in progress. I need backup. You distract the guard. I'll go inside, Brian said to Enrique. As Ryan left, Enrique walked towards the guard. Please don't hurt me, the guard said. Enrique turned to a blue muscular beast. His eyes went black and he had sharp teeth. The guard shrieked in fear. At that moment, SWAT vans arrived. Men in black stealth suits exited their vehicles and began shooting. Those bullets don't hurt me, Enrique said. They continued firing. Ryan walked around in the darkness of the bank. Where's the safe? He asked himself. The bank looked crappy. There were clearly only two tellers who sat behind a small desk. The bank had holes in the wall. Ryan made his way behind the desk. Jackpot, he said. The safe was huge. It had a golden lock. Ryan put his hands on the safe and concentrated. A black bream broke the safe door. Inside the safe stored hundreds of thousands of dollars. Ryan grabbed about $40,000 and left. Meanwhile, Enrique was being ambushed with bullets. He picked up a SWAT van and threw it at a group of officers. Call in the military, yelled one officer. Enrique, let's leave, Ryan yelled. They both hopped in their van and sped away. We did it, Enrique boasted. Five police cars followed behind them. We're not out of the woods yet, Ryan said. He rolled down his window and stuck his hand out. A black ball of darkness escaped his hand. Police cars exploded. Now we can boast. They had found each other and made their way home. Once they arrived, they ran inside their one-story house and went inside the living room. Everyone was sitting down. Kiki was smoking. 
We have $40,000. We can split it, Brian said. Zion began counting. The door of the house burst open. Ryan Farlow and Drake Bennett were standing there. You thought you could get away? Ryan said. You're going to pay for your crime, Drake said, laughing. Ryan's eyes glowed back. He stood up. Black lightning escaped his feet. Delirious, Ryan chanted, which his shield backwards. A purple shield formed around Drake and her. Taylor stuck her hands out in front of her. She made a dragon appear. How did she? The dragon swiped at Ryan with the sharp claws. The shield broke and Ryan and Jake fell back. They had cuts across the chest. You're hallucinating, Taylor stated. They can kill? Jake said as he grabbed his chest. Yes, Ryan said. The dragon blew green fire out of his mouth. Ryan and Jake jumped back out of the way. Who are you? Jake asked. We're the Freaky Five, Kiki said. You guys go to Millbrook. I've seen you guys, Ryan shouted. Very good, Ryan said. He shot a ball of darkness at Ryan. She let out a squeal of pain. Drake jumped up and turned his fist into bronze and swung at Ryan. With superhuman speed, Ryan dodged the punch and uppercut at Drake. Drake flew back. Leave before you get eliminated, Enrique said. Ryan and Drake both got up and ran away. Fools, Ryan said with a sinister laugh. I, I slowly walked down the street. Noise surrounded me. My personal appearance wasn't bad. I am somewhat muscular and in good shape. I have black spiky hair. I'm thinking about dying at red. Most girls find me attractive. My name is Michael Fletcher. I am five foot eleven. As I walked down the street, it began to rain. Thunder filled the sky. Two men in black uniforms appeared behind me. I walked faster. They continued following. I burst into a run. They ran after me. I lived on Edgetone Drive. The street was fairly quiet. My parents loved the street. The neighborhood was peaceful. Every Saturday, there would, there would be a cookout on, at a certain house. My dad, Robert Fletcher, loved to grill steak. He was a carnivore. What he liked to call himself was a meat-a-terian. My mom, on the other hand, Susan Fletcher, enjoyed making her famous potato salad. I wasn't a big fan of it, mainly because I didn't like potatoes or mayo. Once I reached my three-story house, I ran into my bedroom. I locked the door and ran inside my closet. I closed the door behind me and locked it. There I stayed. My heart pounded in the dark closet. I heard footsteps in my room. They were heavy. He has to be in here, the guy in the deep voice said. I began panicking. What if they find me? What would they do? I heard a noise come from the closet. Footsteps came close to the door. I closed my eyes. Listen to me. I am in need of you. The same voice was talking to me. Who are you? I asked. Like I'm going to tell you. No need for an attitude. The door to the closet vanished. There was a guy in a black suit. Come with us, he said as he sprayed a mysterious liquid on me. I blacked out. When I awoke, I was in a room with no windows. It was just a white room. Everything was white. From the ceiling to the floor, a, t a tall, slim lady entered the room. Welcome, Mr. Fletcher. My name is Pamel Graham, but most people call me Miss Graham. I am here with you today 
because you have a superhuman skill. I screamed and said. I jumped up. Stay away, I said as I got into a fighting stance. Please come with me. She led me down a hall. Then we took a left, then right, then down ten flight of stairs. Next was an elevator that took us to B-12. Everything down there was breathtaking. Machines and weapons were everywhere. There was one machine. There was even machine laser blasters. Those weren't even supposed to be out till 2016. Well, 2015 has been a strange year. What is this place, I asked. You are at headquarters, Graham explained. I saw Ryan and Drake. They looked scratched up. I ran over to them. What happened to you guys? What are you doing here? Ryan said in surprise. He has powers, Graham explained. Dude, are you sure you can handle this? Drake asked. I guess, I replied. He will be with you guys. Train him well, Graham said as she left. So, what's first? I asked. Ryan punched me in the chest. What's that about? I said, rubbing my chest. First lesson, take a hit, Drake said. Teleport us to the training room. All three of us teleported into a gigantic room. This is the training room, Drake explained. We will start you out in a practice fight with a robot, Ryan said. The next minute I was fighting a robot. I threw punches and kicks. The robot wasn't damaged. It picked me up and threw me in the air. It then jumped up and grabbed my leg and threw me to the ground. My back! I yelled in pain. The robot came at me again. I tried getting up, but couldn't. It picked me up and body slammed me. I punched his face, but nothing happened. It then hit me with a series of melee attacks. I flew back into a wall. I was half conscious. You're doing great, Michael, Jake said. Babe, stop lying, Ryan said. I looked at Ryan. My heart began beating fast. I looked at the robot. It was coming towards me. I stuck my hands out. Blue light shot out of my hands. The robot was hit with it. It came at me again. A body changed. A rush of power coursed through my veins. The robot came at me again. Stay away from me, you sick, twisted chunk of metal, I yelled. Green light escaped my body. The robot was destroyed, along with the training room. Ryan and Drake stood speechless. They both came running at me. With lightning speed, I tripped them. They fell to the ground. Are you seriously stronger than us? Ryan asked. Right on, Drake said. While every shelter pet is unique, some love a good game of fetch, others would rather snuggle together on the couch. However, there is one thing they all have in common. They're all pure love. Right now, millions of pets in shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. If you're thinking about getting a pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of the United States. Chapter 2 Possessor The wind blew gently through the city of Raleigh. The moon was full and had a golden glow to it. Tall buildings touched the sky. On top of a roof sat a man. He had a pipe in his hand. Possessor was his name. The Emperor of Darkness. The Master of Demons. 
he had escaped from hell. Good evening for a little fun, Possessor said with a laugh. He flew from the building into the busy street. Cars came to a halt. Several crashed into one another. One red BMW caught on fire. Possessor ran into a yellow taxi cab. He opened the door and grabbed the driver. This is my world, he yelled as he drained the life out of the man. The man turned into a pile of bones. People screamed and ran around like ants, escaping an anthill. Possessor stuck his hands out. Black lightning zapped two teenage boys. They vanished. A mom and her two-year-old daughter were trapped inside their car. Possessor walked over to them. He was grinning with his sharp yellow teeth. Get away, Mom said as she pulled out Mace. That crap won't hurt me, Possessor said, grinning. Help! Possessor let out an evil laugh. He lifted the car off the ground. Police cars arrived. They were wearing titanium armor. Possessor turned around. With this free hand, he set all their vehicles on fire. They're going to explode, yelled the officers as they fled the area. Now, well, prepare to vanish, Possessor said, snickering. He ripped the door off and grabbed her. Mommy, yelled the kid. Silence, Possessor said. You're not my dad, the kid exclaimed. I said silence. You're just bad that you look like a pile of butt cheeks. Possessor had two forms, human and demon. His demon form looks horrific. He looked decent in his human form. He was six feet, two inches. His skin was pale. His eyes were red. His heart, pure of evil. Nothing good came from him. You're the first lady, Professor said. Mommy, Kit said. John, Mommy loves you, the lady said. No, Mommy, the doctor's calling. Can I take this call, she asked. Possessor looked around. There was no phone. He grabbed her right arm and squeezed. The lady began aging. You sick. The lady began falling to the ground. Mommy. Buzz driving is drunk driving. And if you need to do something to feel okay to drive, you're not okay to drive. Did you know over 10,000 people lost their lives due to impaired driving fatalities in 2017? Enjoying a night out and find yourself oversharing or taking too many selfies? If the answer is yes, then you're noticing your BuzzFeed warning signs. These include over-texting, taking too many selfies, oversharing, chugging water to sober up, turning the music down to focus, chewing gum or popping mints, eating snacks to soak up the alcohol, drinking coffee to sober up, splashing water on your face, or doing jumping jacks. When you spot your BuzzFeed warning sign, call a cab, call a friend when it's time to go home. Just don't drive home. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Get to the city now, Graham ordered. Ryan, Drake, and I teleported to the city. Cars were on fire. Some were toppled over. Others were upside down. There was a man wearing all black. He was holding a lady by the arm. Stop! I yelled. The guy turned around. He looked hideous. I almost vomited. Well, not not almost. He had somewhat of a good complexion, but still, in my opinion, since he died, he was pretty nasty looking. Hey, brah, what's the big deal? 
Jake asked. The man threw the lady down. He jumped in the air. Purple lightning came towards us. We dodged it. I am Possessor, King of the Demons, Lord of Evil, Possessor said. More like Lord of the Rats and Roaches. You should seriously get your face checked out. What happened? You sat too close to the oven? Drake taunted. Possessor lifted Drake off the ground. How dare you mock me? Possessor said in anger. He threw Drake in the air. The car erupted in flames. Drake! Brian yelled. I shot three balls of blue light at Possessor. He absorbed it. He created a giant red and black energy ball. He threw it at Ryan and I. We were too slow. It hit us. All I saw was red light. Ryan looked surprised. Smoke filled the air. Ryan and I were laying in a hole. My clothes were ripped and charred to be exact. So were Ryan's. Drake walked up to us. Guys, he said, let this be a lesson, idiotic fools. The world is mine, Possessor said as he vanished. Go get that lady, I said. Drake ran to check on the lady. Ryan? Mm-hmm, she murmured. I slowly stood up. My body ached all over. I walked over to her. She looked terrible. I picked her up and left the hole. Primaric survived. The lady was driven to the hospital. Policemen arrived to the scene. We need to leave. If the police find out about us, the organization will be destroyed, Jake said. Take Ryan. I can handle this, I assured. Are you sure? Yes. Drake grabbed Ryan and flew away. Help me! I'm in pain! I cried out as I fell to the ground. Paramedics ran over to me. I was hit with some sort of energy ball, I said. Don't worry, kid, said a paramedic with black curly hair. I was picked up and put on a stretcher, then carried away. If I were to be honest, I really was in pain. That energy blast was so powerful. But why did it not kill me? I was put in an ambulance and driven to the hospital. I felt liquid rolling down my stomach. It was blood. I had a huge slash on my chest. He's losing blood. Step on it, yelled the paramedic. The ambulance shot forward. I blacked out. Babe, Drake said to Ryan. Ryan was lying on the couch back at headquarters. She opened her eyes. What, she said. You were almost killed, Drake said in a whispered tone. She looked at Drake. I thought you died. Ryan looked drained. Her face was pale. She was sweating. I feel weak. She whispered. Drake held her hand. She was shivering. Ryan, you look terrible, Jake exclaimed. I feel so weak, she said. Ryan's eyes glowed pink. Her hair turned white. He drained me. That energy ball drained my energy, she said. Drake kissed her. Don't die on me. Jake said, I'm not dying, I just need rest, Ryan exclaimed. Drake got up and left. I have trained her energy. Who said that, Jake asked. I know you, Drake. You are 
you would have thought, I am needing you. Release me. Get out of my head, Drake yelled. Sooner or later, you will obey me. I am Possessor, King of the Demons. No, shh. Do as I say, or Ryan dies. What do I have to do? Release my ancient demon army. I'll take a rain check on that, Drake said with a laugh. He left headquarters. See me. Dude, shut up, Drake said. How dare you talk to me like that? You aren't going to trick me into joining you. Your time will come. The world will be mine. 